Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are a highly sensitive soul, feel you have a big mission on earth, you are in the right place. I have a special gift for you. It's the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. Cool or cool. Uh, you can get a free copy of this guide at Sensitive Soul Guide. And today we have a very special guest, Wendy Coulter, and let me tell you a little bit about um, what our topic is today, and that is medical intuition. Uh, Wendy's very interesting because she actually trains wellness professionals in medical intuition, actually has a certification program, which is super, super cool. I probably, um, years ago when I started delving in to this whole intuitive thing, um, I don't think I knew about a certification program, otherwise I probably would have jumped on it. I, I went a, a different path. Um, it was so interesting. I read books by Norm Shealy and Carolyn Mace and, and uh, you know, uh, it, and, and, and listened to CDs and all sorts of things and uh, um, had these cards, all sorts of, uh, all sorts of things. And um, I think it's really interesting because uh, some people clearly have this um, this predisposition to really love that kind of work, especially if you love anatomy. <laughs> um, I wasn't that good in anatomy. Well, I got 80-something percent, but, you know, meaning that it wasn't my favorite topic. Um, but what I found often uh, during when I do Topican healing, even though I'm using divine muscle testing, is sometimes I'll get pictures in my mind uh, if we're talking about liver or something like that, I'll just it'll put, just pop into my head to don't go test this or go test that. So even though I don't talk about you know that as uh, intuition or medical intuition, uh, I understand you know that how valuable you know that is. And so it's so cool to know there's an actual certification program. Awesome. Okay, so. Let me share a little bit about uh, Wendy. I'm going to share with her, uh, share with you a little bit of her bio, which is super interesting. Okay, so she is a professional medical intuitive for over 20 years and is the leading trainer for healthcare professionals. Based in Los Angeles, she's effectively taught doctors, nurses, psychologists, therapists, energy workers, and health professionals how to use medical intuition in their practices. Her early education, including participation in Louis, Louise Hay's renowned intimate living room healing sessions in Brentwood, California. This led to intensive study in various energy modalities, including Usui Reiki, crystal healing, transcendental meditation, transformational coaching, and NLP. Wendy enjoys a thriving private practice in Los Angeles for 20 years and has been teaching intuitive energy medicine for over 10 years. She founded The Practical Path and uh, incorporated to present her unique accredited certification programs in medical intuition for health and wellness. The company name reflects her mission to fuse spiritual wisdom traditions with constructive real-world results. I love that. <laughs> a highly sought expert on medical intuition and energy healing, Wendy is a published author and has lectured and taught at prominent educational and health centers. These include the University of California San Diego School of Medicine, um, the Prebus looks like Presbyterian Cardiovascular Institute at Scripps Health, San Diego, Andrew Wild Center for Integrative Medicine at the University of Arizona, Academy of Integrative Health and Medicine, and Institute of Noetic Sciences, among others. 
and a major university announced in 2019 their collaboration for her for research study on medical intuition based on the remarkable results of her pilot study of graduates of her program. Ooh, can't wait to interview Wendy on that piece. And uh, just looking at uh, Wendy's bio um, 20 years ago, um, it, I was just leaving L.A. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> I could have met Wendy, uh, you know, but I was just leaving uh, UCLA. I was an assistant professor at UCLA. So, unfortunately, she was at UC San Diego and not UCLA. Otherwise, we probably would have connected, and I would have loved for her to teach uh, my medical residents and medical students. That would have been super, super cool. Okay, so, by the way, if you have a question, you can call in. A question about medical intuition. I'm going to be asking her a whole bunch of questions, but if you have a question to call, uh, you can call in at 818-514-1190, hit 1 so you know where your hand is up, 818-514-1190, and hit 1. Okay, so I'm going to take a look at the queue here. Now, I'm not seeing Wendy's phone number pop up on the queue, but we do have somebody with their hand up. So I'm just going to double check um, just to make sure that that isn't Wendy calling from a different number. Hi, area code not 610. Not Wendy. Who's this? Uh, Karen. Ah, Wendy. Hey, Karen. <laughs> well, we thought we'd try. Okay, no, that's all right. All right, I'm going to mute you. Okay, let's see here. All right, so uh, hopefully she knew it was Eastern time because <laughs> she's in Pacific time. Let's see if we can. We're going to do an outbound call. Oh, I haven't done this one in a while. Let's see if this works. This is this will be fun. Uh, I'm going to copy and paste this number into gotta love live radio right there's always sometimes uh fun stuff that happens okay we will dial this number okay let's see what happens Ooh. okay it looks like it's dialing it's exciting does anybody want to sing the 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 jeopardy theme song while we are waiting <laughs> Uh, actually, by the way, if you're in the, if you are online, you can actually ask a question through the chat. So I'm opening up the chat. So here we go. We're opening up the chat here. So you should be able to post a question in there. And um, taking a look at call a guest. Uh, looks like it's dialing. So I'm not reaching that number just yet. Uh, by the way, if you want to check out her website, it's thepracticalpath.com. Very easy to spell. Thepracticalpath.com. All one word. Check it out. Uh, if you are a wellness professional, you may really love to do some training uh, with Wendy because she actually trains wellness professionals. That's her thing. That's her shtick. That's her gig. Okay, let me see. Nope, uh, it's not uh, dialing, but it doesn't look like it's connecting. Okay, all right, so let's see. What else can we do? Well, we can go on Facebook <laughs> and try that. All right, so let's take a look. We'll Well, we'll take a look at my wonderful assistant, Tasha, and we'll take a look and just let her know. Okay, so let's see if we can find where Wendy is. In the meantime, uh, let's do something else. Um, okay, let me go ahead and email her assistant, and let's try that. 
that's why you know that's why a lot of people actually do recorded podcasts because they don't want like boo-boos like things like that but you know this has happened to you know a handful of times before and so it's not that big a deal by the way um uh, uh, as of this recording which is um, monday the 18th tomorrow I have a special training. Some of you that are listening in are already part of that, which is really cool. It's uh, called Stillness on the Fly, where we're going to do a training on the stillness through observing internal movement and how you can apply that to your everyday life. So that is a 30-minute quick uh, training on learnitlive.com. And uh, you can actually check that out at stillnessonthefly.com. Now, we are normally I would charge free for this, except that uh, we are trying to – uh, get some support or, or almost, almost like a donation uh, for uh, being able to gift this to as many healthcare workers and COVID-19 frontliners as possible. So we did put a $10 price on it. Uh, and if you're on the Learn It Live mailing list, there was actually, I think, uh, they put a coupon in there uh, as well uh, in case you're on their list already. But anyway, we're so 10 a.m. tomorrow Eastern, we are doing a call uh and uh, that is to learn the stillness on the fly method. Okay, so let me just quickly write this. Okay, let me just double check uh, the queue here. I'm not seeing the number on the queue. I see lots of people, which is super cool. Thank you guys for being here. Okay. No, so I'm going to go and finish writing this email. Okay. All right. All right, so email sent, and... um. All right, Dash is re- reaching... Let's see. Yep, she is on it. Yes, Tasha, you're awesome. <laughs> she is on it. Anyway, so what I was saying about uh, uh, stillness on the fly is, so these, this is one of the examples. I know this is not our topic for today, but um, is like when things don't go the way you wanted or planned, right, we tend to get very stressed. It's just normal. It's just like, you know, like humans do that. It's okay. Uh, what I tell my patients uh, and clients is that if nobody dies, okay, you probably don't have to be in a stress response. So you can choose your response. So right now I'm actually doing STOAM even as I speak. So stillness through observing internal movement. So I'm going into that mind stillness place so I can be at the high vibration. And... um Yep. Okay. So Tasha's on it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple of minutes. Uh, but if you have a question about um, um, anything else, or you know, not necessarily medical intuition, but intuition, you can actually raise your hand, and we'll let's take a look at some of these questions so we know what to ask when Wendy comes on. So the number to call in is eight one eight five one four eleven ninety. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, eight one eight five one four eleven ninety, and hit one. And then we'll have a question. So some of the questions that I'm planning to ask today, and, and I'll share with you now, um, because there's a lot of different ones, but there's there's some that I'm going to choose. First of all, we're going to go over, like, what is medical intuition specifically and what are the benefits of that. Um, the other thing is what's the difference between medical intuition and energy healing modalities. I thought that was a really good question. 
Uh, the other one was like, um, do you, people would often like to ask, well, if I want to do this, but do I have to have special gifts you know, to be able to do this, to be able to train in it and certify in it, to be good in it? So that's another question I want to ask. Um, so let's see, what else can we ask here? Oh, we're going to uh, have her tell some stories, which are super interesting, and also about the research, uh, what research um, that she's done so far, the pilot study, what the results were, and what the future research is going to be. We're going to actually go into kind of how her program works, because I know some folks that are uh, listening today are interested in medical intuition and maybe even learning it or training in it. Um, and then how that how the training works, how the accreditation works, uh, what the prerequisites or requirements are, if there are any. Um, yeah, and then we'll go to some of your questions. You know, some people may be asking her if she does one-on-ones anymore. I don't know the answer to that, so that might be a question that you might want to ask. But if you have any other questions, I can put it on the list. So you can call in 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Um, Okay, let me just check the chat here. All right, yeah, we got somebody on the chat as well. Let me just put a note in here. So feel free to post a question here. Oops, can't spell today. Uh, post a question here. I should cancel that. Yes, I can spell today. I just didn't spell that one correctly. There we go. I'm still working on the conscious language and <laughs> or I am working on a conscious language. See, see, I'm catching myself. <laughs> All right. Um well actually let me unmute uh Karen because you might have had a specific question and I'll write that down. Uh you'll probably go yeah. over this though, Karen. How did how did she come about being a medical intuitive? Because I see pictures and I didn't know what I was seeing. So um yeah. I like that process of how did she how did she find that out and what did she see? Yes, absolutely. Yep, that's some of our introductory questions, so that would be great. And um, uh, th I think you may. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna tell the story and then I stopped, but let me tell it now since we have some time. Uh, is that um, so? I'm you know reading some of the books by Norm Shealy and Carolyn Mace, and when Carolyn started, um, she. <laughs> Do you know the pirate story? Do you know the pirate story, Karen? No. Karen? No. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to tell the pirate story. Okay, so so, um, so they decided to do some collaboration. Norm Shelley's an MD, right? So he knows anatomy and all that kind of stuff. And, and um, you know, this woman comes in. I believe she had neck pain or something like that. And here she's like some, you know, Midwestern housewife, you know sitting in his office, and so he calls Carolyn, and he says, okay, well, what do you see? And Carolyn's like, why do you have a pirate in your office? <laughs> and he's like, um, can you excuse me for a minute? <laughs> so he goes out, and he says, Carolyn, what are you talking about? She goes, you have a pirate in your office. And he goes, uh, she looks like a normal housewife to me. And she's like, what? She's a pirate. And he's like, um, okay, what are you seeing? She says, well, I see a pirate, and then something happened in the pirate ship, and her head got cut off, and, you know, he goes, stop. Okay, I got it, I got it. Okay, so <laughs> so what happened in a past life, she had gone through a trauma where she was punished or something like that on a pirate ship, and she got her head cut off. Something, okay, I don't exactly remember the exact details, but I remember the story. It was so interesting. 
that she saw her in that timeline, you see, and she had all these, the pirate garb on. As a, she was probably a male at that point, uh, having her head cut off. But it totally, it totally healed that. So what Norm did, because this was still fairly fresh, he thought, how am I going to tell this, you know, housewife she was a pirate. So he thought, okay, okay. Okay, so, so so he decided to put her in a meditation and says, well, let's do a little meditation. Um, so he had her picture herself on the seven seas, and she's on a boat and all this stuff. And then what happens is she comes up with it. She goes, oh, my gosh, I had this vision that I got my head chopped off. And he's like, aha, there we go. <laughs> right, but after she acknowledged that, you know, that they could have this conversation about, you know, past lives or whatever, uh, then the pain was better. And uh, so Carolyn would talk to Norm uh, with various different cases, and she sees, I see a concrete tube. And he's like, okay, concrete tube. Okay. And and she would describe this thing, and he's like, oh, okay. That would be the esophagus. <laughs> okay. So you're saying there's a block in the esophagus. So she kind of had to learn anatomy because she just, you know, she's not, a medical person she didn't know anatomy really so she would just see these visions in her head and they didn't really look like anything in the human body but norm would then interpret it and then based on the cases could see that she was extremely accurate um but she just didn't have the words for it and then later on she became much more sophisticated in being able to uh, use anatomical terms to describe these things but early on it was thought that was so funny <laughs> some of the things and you know we all start and she's you know carolyn mace is really big wig now right so she is uh very very famous lots of books you know got you know she's a sought out speaker speaker lecturer or whatever and and uh but it just goes to show you we all start humble beginnings but sometimes we don't know that when we see someone who's like really famous or you know has a lot of followers that kind of thing we think they're they're instantly amazing uh you know and perfect but you know we all have these little training wheels that we go through okay let me see oh tasha just texted me okay she just sent another email okay well let me just double check the queue here no i am not seeing that number uh, but if, if for whatever reason, I have the incorrect number, uh, Wendy, if you are on the call, please raise your hand by clicking the number one so we know that you're here. And we know that um, Karen is the first person that we unmuted, so we know that's not the number. But in case you're here, so uh, hit one. And if anybody else has a question you want me to add to our question list, please do that. And if for whatever reason we can't continue today because Wendy isn't going to be here, for whatever reason, hopefully she's okay. Well, actually, my intuition says she's fine. <laughs> uh, might be a uh, it might be a um, a time zone thing. Um, so then we'll at least have the questions down. So if you do have a question you want me to add, you can click it on the chat and type it in, or call in at eight one eight five one four eleven ninety and hit one. So we know that your hand is up. All right. Okay. And Tasha is just checking the other numbers. Okay. I could interview you. LOL. Yeah, we could. We could. We'd have to. We would just. <laughs> we would just have to change the title of the talk and everything like that. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, let me just unmute you again, Karen. And uh, oh, actually, we have a number here. Oh, is this it? Let's see. Nope, that's not it. But we do have another question, so hang on. Let me just unmute. Uh, area code 858. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Christy Dyer. And I'm just Hi, Christy. amazed at all that you do, Karen. You are amazing. I can't even believe you went from PCR to everything. Is there anything you didn't do? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um now, how long is, have you been uh on my in my tribe? Uh about two years. But I'm not on Facebook yet. So Oh, okay. Are you, I've done you some of the classes and then just been hanging I'm the one that I'm having a hell of a time with the muscle testing. I can get kinda in and then it doesn't stay or whatever, so I still don't have any guidance. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's interesting. We we might even do a whole show on muscle testing or maybe I think what I'm going to be doing, just so you know, um, Christy, is that um, I'm planning to roll out like kind of like a, an introductory muscle testing class. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm actually going to roll out a program. I think it's going to be like a three-month Well, I did program. the SOS. I did the Divine. I, it's, I think it's a block in me or a a reverse polarity right. or that it doesn't work. stay. Um, so we need to work live with you. Yeah, probably. So, so yeah, if this is if this is uh, an issue, there's definitely some things that um, you might need to know. And that's what I tell people. If what, you know, you've done the directives, you've done the programs, the directives, it comes, it goes, it comes, it goes. Sometimes there's something you need to know. Yeah. Um, and it could be very mundane. It could be that, hey, your C3 is out in your neck, <laughs> you uh-huh. know, and uh-huh. you need to know that, right? And then it might go to like a childhood, oh, I fell off my bike and this trauma happened. And then we'll find out, oh, there's a complex shock that needed to heal there. And then you resolve the complex shock. Then C3 can go gotcha. back in place and stay in place. Um, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was actually wondering in a question with um, – for the show too is is for chronic fatigue syndrome. Like I've been kind of battling that, which seemed to have been a CMV based something with a brain injury. Um, okay, so how that. does that intuitive part work with that, or what's been the most helpful to heal that? That is most helpful. That's a great question. And also, if there's yeah, anybody the in San Diego that they like, <laughs> or that she's worked with that you all like. Oh, right, right, yeah. She has any um, students, right, that have graduated? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's check that. So just from my uh, my experience as related to some of these symptoms is that one of and this is what we, uh, we were teaching in Level 1, my Topican Healing Level 1 program, is one of the things or blocks, I guess if you will, or interferences with uh, really good muscle testing is you have to have enough chi or energy to flow through your channels. I was wondering if that wasn't it. Like I could only have my battery good enough for a while or something, maybe. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So the vitality, the vitality of the person has to be – now, it doesn't have to be like like all or nothing. So like your experience mm-hmm. is that sometimes it works and then it stops working, you know, um, right. which is very – yeah, we do see that. Um, we have another gal who is was uh, one of our, my VIP clients and, and now is in Lightwear Revolution. She's actually graduated from level one. She's not uh, trying to be a healer. She wants to heal herself and going through all sorts of very, very profound brain fog and fatigue. And um, uh, there were two issues. One was not enough vitality 
to do the muscle testing correctly, and it would last for maybe an hour, and then it would go. <laughs> she would be, like, pooped <laughs> after that. Oh, I get about five questions, work. and then it starts not making any sense. Like, it starts re- reversing, like, what was a yes a minute ago is a no, or just a everything starts being yeses or starts being noes. Yeah, definitely could be just like running out of gas. Now, in her case, she also we found out that um, she wasn't allowed uh, for a short period of time. She wasn't allowed to use muscle testing because she was uh, going to maintain her own internal muscle testing, uh, if you will, um, her own just clear knowing or, or so we gave her some based on a you know one-on-one session we gave her some advice on how to do that and she was able to do that and what happened was the if she did not listen to that piece okay she would be told the universe would tell her in <laughs> no uncertain terms okay and she would have something happen or whatever that wasn't what she preferred and then she said nope I got to stick to it. Whatever that intuitive hit, I've got to go with it. I got to stick with it. And it was scary for her, right? Because she didn't have the muscle yeah. back her up at that point. So she decided, okay, I'm just going to go for it. So it'd be like, you know, uh, some sort of, you know, some family member or some friends, like, can you do this? That? And she would say no, right? It was really hard for her. And and what happened was that she got stronger and uh. the muscle testing. And it was like, Interesting, because now she can do both. But the thing is that she didn't honor that intuitive hit, which is what the universe wanted her to develop, right? Mm-hmm. So she wasn't allowed to have good muscle testing because she would, would then just rely on that. See, muscle testing... Sounds like could have been boundary, too. Like, if there was too many people in the boundary, you could never get a get just yours. Yeah, but it with, with chronic fatigue, it is definitely more challenging. Um, you would have to do all the... <laughs> You know the, the tips. You know, like drinking the water, uh-huh. and you know, you have you have that uh, you have that from the Light Warrior Network uh, files, right? Right. There's a right. Tip to muscle testing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've so tried, tried all of that. <laughs> yeah. So somebody on the chat says, "Hey, I think I have the same issue as you." So hey, there you go. This is really oh, good. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I just I feel FYI, like I'm broking my waist. And it's just, no, 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 I no, really I need to have some. <laughs> you may really need to tune in. What we're going to do um, in um, the new program is, now you know the basic divine muscle testing. That will right. be part of Module 1. Module 2, we're going to go through some uh, d- challenging cases uh-huh. and why that happens. Okay? So we're going to end the okay. healing on that. So the first iteration of this program is going to be live. Um and then uh, the third one, we're going to be working on how do you get to that other place where we all want to be, which is just claircognizance. Where it's just yeah. Healthy, right? So the stepping stone to that piece. So we're going to work on the regular body, divine muscle testing. And then we're going to also work on internal muscle testing, which you are familiar with already. And um, and then some of the problem uh like proxying and auto-proxying, because people, sensitive souls are feeling all sorts of stuff these days, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, being reversed, you know, because that's right. kind of complex and difficult to teach in one webinar. So sure, that's why sure. we're, I'm going to split it up into, I believe, three modules um, to do that, so we can work with people, you know. Now, did yours evolve from group. just the yes-no to where you can actually – also hear things or do you always have to turn it into a yes no question 
Uh, it just depends on your intention. So for me personally is that mm-hmm. I love to ask questions, and my claim to fame is the quality of the question that I ask. Right. Because some people never thought of asking that question, and I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. I never thought of asking that question. And, yes, they're all yes-no questions. Um, on uh, the other hand, when I get percentages, mm-hmm. yeah, when I get percentages, I say, is it above 50%? Right. And it's a yes-no question, right? Now, now, when I sometimes I'll, you know, with some friends we'll play around and I'll, uh, and I'll say, okay, so how, you know, what's the light score of your home, right? So I'll test uh-huh. it, and then my friend, I'll say, to, I say to my friend Aaron, I said, Aaron, what do you think it is, right? And a number will pop into her head, 67. And I said, that's pretty good. I got 60, 65. That's close, right? So, so <laughs> we can play around with with that uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, okay. But, yeah, yeah, so we're going to kind of go over kind of more details on how to do that and give you guys some cheat sheets. So, anyway, so that's going to come probably. That's some real discipline, too, to get the questions down to yes, no, because I I was like, I wanted to have this paragraph conversation, you know, (laughs) with complex issues. That can happen, too. You just go quiet, and then you'll Uh hear or hear or sense a voice in your head. Like, when I learned about earth angels, I literally um, was – uh, well, supposed to be asleep uh, at my parents' house downstairs, and my mom's best friend had died recently, and she was very distraught over it, and she didn't like, she didn't like shower for five days or some crazy, you know, amount, and she just was crying and crying and crying. She's a very sensitive soul. She's also an earth angel, but we didn't know that then. Uh-huh. And uh, she, I said, you know, she she had these lights flickering because she asked her her friend who had died. She says, Angela, if you're okay, let me know. You know, give me a sign. And so the light flickered uh, in her uh-huh. home, and she actually took pictures of it. Of course, she's Asian. She takes pictures of everything. So she takes pictures <laughs> of it, like I do. I take pictures of my food all the time, as you know. Um, and, <laughs> and then she's like, okay. And so I have this conversation. I'm doing muscle testing. And I said, okay. So I asked, you know, um, so is, is Angela a ghost? And I get, no. I was like, okay. So I said, well, did a ghost flicker the lights? No. Okay, so did an angel flick on the lights? Because I was really, you know, talking to, you know, having this mm-hmm. conversation. Then and, and I got, yes. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I said, Mom, it's not Angela, it's an angel, just to let you know that she's fine, right? So then she has this dream with Angela in it, and she wakes up and the next day. She goes, nope, you're wrong. It was Angela. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, okay, well, let me ask again, right? And I said, okay, so you guys told me it was an angel, yes. And you guys that Angela was, was the earth angel who was flickering it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And I said, it wasn't a ghost. Yeah, I said, so where exactly, I said, so so was it Angela? I got a yes. I'm like, wait, 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 wait a second. How could it be Angela and not a ghost? Oh! And it was the angel. Yes, 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 yes. And at that point, I was so excited. I couldn't sleep. Here I'm in bed, you know, my partner's snoring beside me, right? And I'm having this conversation in my head. And before I can even ask, ask the question, I, I hear the answer. But it's not like a voice. I just know the answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. I said, there's such a thing as earth angels. Yes, there is earth angels. Oh, my God. Am I earth angel? Yes, you are. Is my mom an earth angel? Yes, you are. Okay, so is there like, are they assigned to people? Yes, sometimes. Okay, okay. You know, so I was having this huge <laughs> conversation. No muscle test because I'm lying flat uh-huh. on my back, too. So it's a little harder to muscle test. And it was amazing. So we can have these conversations anytime wow. we wish to. Uh-huh. Right? But at that time, I was not doing anything else. Like, I was lying down. <laughs> what was that storm before um, you knew storm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, um, anyway, wow. hopefully that helps you. Uh, oh, yeah. Card says, to fill the time, what does she say? 
can you share some specific knowledge you gained in the medical field that helps you most in what you do now? Oh, gosh, that's a long question. Yeah, guys, going to interview me. Okay, so how long did you start asking source directly, and what did that sound like, feel like, and how did you know it was the divine and not something else? Yeah, lots of great questions. How did you transition from in-person to distance healing? Oh, wow. This is like a whole interview in and of itself, Karen. I'm not sure we're going to be able to cover all that, but uh, we can try. Um, is there um, anything else that we uh, question besides Oh, I'm good. I just you love, love you, Karen. I love everything you do. You're Aww. amazing. Aw, thank <laughs> so, you so much. Thank, thank you, you so for much. being there. <laughs> Oh, my pleasure. Well, we'll get that, uh, if, if it's for the highest and greatest good, get that divine muscle testing on lock, right? And then maybe you could do yeah. a little more program. Hee, hee, hee. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to meet you now. Thank you, Karen. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So let me just, uh, I'm just going to check my uh, Tasha's text message here. Oh, she's trying so hard here. <laughs> she's like, I called her assistant and we all, it all worked out well. And anyway, oh, well, it's okay. It's okay. Well, let's go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead and answer some of these questions for Karin because we still got some folks on the line that obviously haven't left. So, um, okay. So can you show some specific knowledge you gained in the medical field that helps you most in what you do now? Well, yeah, I have to say that, um, Right now, though, I'm using anatomy and biochemistry a lot, um, and biology, of course, uh, a lot. So when I talk about cells, um, because sometimes, and and the thing is, is that when you do your divine muscle testing, it'll be based on what you know, because it's like the universe is not going to give you harder problems than what you can figure out and solve, or or at least know who to go to for help. So that's the cool thing is I get kind of tougher assignments in a way because of what I know. So, for example, one lady I had, um, she had super high vitamin D levels, and yet her body was calling for more vitamin D. And I was like, I don't get it. Okay, so let's see. This is a little beyond the body code and motion code, which is how I originally trained. Um, so I was like, okay, so what question can I ask? So I thought, okay, well, let's check her vitamin D receptors, right? It's like a hormone. So I was like, okay. So I checked her vitamin D receptors, and uh, I did so many of these. I'm trying to, I might be mixing cases here, but uh, vitamin D receptors. And I was like, oh, the receptors got happy. That's very interesting. So what was happening was the vitamin D we were giving her was floating around the blood, not able to attach to the receptor. Because it can't attach to the receptor, it couldn't be used. And that's why her body was asking for more vitamin D, right? But her blood levels were super high. Now, normally your blood levels, you want it to be between about 50 and 90, you know, uh, of your vitamin D, you know, hydroxy, uh, 25 hydroxy vitamin D levels, if you're going to take a blood test uh, for most people. And the higher is for the people with heart. And hers was like 110 or something like that. And I said, oh my goodness. So we asked, why is the receptor not happy? And we got that it was some sort of inherited curse or something, some entity-related thing from ancestors. So we released that curse. And um, and it was interesting because then her body said, nope, I don't need any more. <laughs> All of a sudden it went from, yes, I need more vitamin D to no, I don't. And I said, okay, so stop. I told her to stop your vitamin D. We're going to recheck your levels, um, and then we'll see what happens. So we rechecked her levels, uh, I think, I can't remember how long after that. Usually it takes a little bit of of time for the labs to get uh, equalized 
and balanced out, but it came back down to normal. And at that point, then her body wanted like a regular dose of vitamin D, like a, like a huge dose, so she doesn't have to take that much. And it was really interesting because you could see based on the labs that she was able to assimilate it and absorb it and utilize it now. Um, and it was very different. So that's an example of how biochemistry and biology helps. Other times, you know, anatomy is really helpful uh, because I know what's connected to what. So and sometimes I'll look it up because I don't remember. <laughs> so if somebody had a heart heart attack, one of my patients had a heart attack, then I went online and go, well, okay, let me let me try to remember all the names of all the arteries, the coronary arteries. And I was like, nope, I can only remember two. Okay, so I looked online and Googled image, coronary arteries, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 right. So left anterior descending, the circumflex, blah, 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 right, you know, whatever artery, right? And I write them all down, and then we asked how happy each of them was, and we saw one that was very unhappy, and um, it had like a, almost like a spasm in it. Uh, so we, you know, did whatever we did to make it happy, uh, which was in this case an alternate life thing. And then um, she didn't have her labs and her test with her, but when she went to the doctor and they gave her the test, she said that whatever artery I said was not happy was exactly the one that was on the test that was not happy. I was like, cool. That's super cool when you get validation like that, right? Yeah, and then she ended up, she said, I don't want to take these medications. I said, well, let's see what we can do. So we were able to get all the parts happy very, very quickly after her heart attack, and she literally just stopped all of her medications. She didn't need them. The heart function was completely normal as if nothing happened. So that was, that was really interesting. So that's where I used anatomy. Um, and, yeah, and that's where it's helpful. But, you know, if you're into that, great. If you're not, that's um, let's see, another question. We might have to do these questions all over again because nobody's going to know from the title of this <laughs> what it's about. Um, how long did you start asking source directly? Uh, yeah, that's a great question because um, yeah, I'm a motion code, body code certified practitioner, and we would ask the subconscious mind, you know. And then I noticed uh, after, you know, doing a lot of entity clearing and ET clearing and stuff like that that was outside the body code, I realized that sometimes the subconscious mind has its own programmings and wouldn't give me the right answer, wouldn't give me an answer that was making sense. So I thought, huh, you know, that doesn't, I don't know if, um, what I should do, you know. And then I think, I can't remember if one of my colleagues mentioned I think it was Diana Cushenbach because she just has this literally open conversation with Source, so she doesn't have to bust the test or anything. And uh, one of uh, one of the people in the tribe said something about her cat guide, um, telling her something that was different from what I told her. And uh, Diana said, "Why is she listening to a cat guide instead of Source?" She says, "You are right. She is wrong." <laughs> That's what she said. I was like, "Okay." You know, so I thought, you know, I'm just going to make that intention to just uh, source directly. And that's when we go into stillness. Uh, that's when we connect to zero point and connect to source in that way. Then that decreases, not maybe totally eliminates, but decreases the chances that we are going to test incorrectly because of attachments, because of resistance, because of what we call leading energies. These are things that we're going to cover in the Divine Muscle Testing Program. Um, and how do you know it's not something else? Well, you know, it's not perfect. But one of the ways that I've that I know is that if I'm having an emotional reaction in the moment I'm testing, I question it because if I'm fearful or anxious or get, for example, okay, give me perfect example of COVID-19 days, right? So, I'm not a big fan of mandatory vaccinations. Those of you that follow me know that already. I am pro choice. So, people want to make that choice, bless them, right? Um 
and even with with my dog, I mean, I can't have a dog unless I get rabies in New York State, you know, for the dog. So you know what I mean? It's like your dog has to have rabies shots, right? So what I do is that I make that choice, and I said, okay, I'm going to transmute the vaccine for my dog, and I say to the angels, you heal whatever needs to heal for for my dog. And so when we do get the vaccine, I'm already prepared, already sent my, you know, healing frequencies to the vaccine, to the whole place, cleared the whole place, right? So when my dog goes there, he's he's calmer, and he gets the vaccine, and he's, just, he's like, nothing happened. He's so funny. He's very sensitive, mind you. My dog's very sensitive. So, but it's like nothing happened. So it's really, really awesome. And they just check. We check his detox organs, make sure they're okay. We check his lymph, you know, all that kind of stuff after the fact. So I'm okay with people choosing a vaccine. But what happens sometimes is that there'll be an article about, say, I don't know, that's theoretic here. Um, okay, we'll give you an article. It's like COVID-19. COVID-19 number, the deaths are not as high and it was a lie, and here's the proof. Okay, for example, there's an article like that. So I'm trying to test a truth score for the article, but I can feel that I'm almost a little, like, anxious, happy, or, like, excited that maybe there's a lie and I can uncover the lie, right? In that case, I'm like, uh-oh, there might be a lading energy because I'm excited. I'm going to, you know, so I need to be in a neutral place to be more accurate, so, for example, I might test something as a true score of 80, but it's actually 75 because that little bit of my ego wanting to be right or wanting to be, you know, tell people it's toxic or whatever, that piece might interfere with my muscle testing. So the more you are in stillness, the more accurate you are. So that's what I do is if I feel the emotion coming, I go back into stillness, you know, ask my angels for support, maybe take a drink of water to get hydrated, and then I retest again. And I test opposite answers as well. Anyway, I'm practically giving you little tips here for the actual course. Um, how did you transition from healing? Um, you know, I think the body code, motion code uh, is done both in person and distance healing. So I think the distance healing really, really exploded when I, in 2016, when I went on the From Heartache to Joy Telesummit. Because, well, obviously people from all, all around the world. So thanks to Jenny No and her introduction to the From Heartache to Joy Telesummit. Um, and I, I launched the Entity Program, which was uh, one of, probably on record, probably one of the most popular programs that I've ever launched on Telesummit. So that's because it's my thing, right? It's, it's easy for me. I love it. Um, and so that's how that kind of exploded there. Um, Elisa says, I love this conversation. She asks, what's the difference? Between muscle testing and dousing pendulum, I use the pendulum. Yeah, I mean, muscle testing is just using your, um, you know, it's it's a, just a tool using your body generally to get intuitive information. And with the pendulum, um, you, again, using your body, but you have an extension with the pendulum. So some people find that easier. Some people find it harder. I found it, for me, uh, slower. And in the past, couldn't even do it at all. And that's one of the things that I recently, like May of last year, literally a year ago, found out that there's a relationship that uh, one can balance to make the pendulum work better. Because I had not been using the pendulum for, gosh, 20 years, something like that, uh, since, you know, doing intuitive training with, with one of my mentors. And she said to me at that point, she was, you know, Karen, it's sort of like having another arm. You don't need it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. 
So I never really tried to train it, and when I did try to use it, it just would go all over the place. I was like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. So finally, when I had to do training with Ruth Rendley last year for the Multiple Souls uh, training, um, she wanted us to use a pendulum. She had made us each a pendulum, right? So <laughs> I couldn't get it to work there at the time. But when I came back, I said, okay, okay, all right. I never asked this question. I said, is there some way that I can be good at the pendulum? And the answer was yes. And I said, am I allowed to be good at using the pendulum as good as muscle testing? The answer is yes. I'm like, oh, so I'm allowed. Okay, so what is it that I need to do? And so in this case, it was a relationship that I had to heal between my energy body and uh, the energetics of the pendulum. And it did, and that's why certain pendulums were better for me. So for example, uh, petrified wood worked much better for me than quartz or amethyst, which I really love, or, you know, uh, metal. Um, wood was better, and I thought that was really interesting. So you can check how, you know, how accurate and compatible energetically you are with uh, the pendulum. So, yeah, pendulum works for you. Yeah, use the pendulum. Uh, we have found, um, I'm not saying you, but we have found in the past that when there is an extra tool outside your body that it is possible for entities or ETs to interfere with the answer if you're using an instrument. And in fact, when I was using instruments in the office to measure people, how healthy they were, I bought the $6,000 instrument. And with certain sensitive souls, I would put them on and you would think they were dead because, <laughs> you know, the, the, the readings were like off the charts and they would be, get so depressed. And I was like, I don't get it. You're so much better now than before. Why is this reading that way? And it was like they were feeling like mass consciousness and then a stress response and and it was, like, too difficult. Like, I could not prove that they were getting better, but they were clinically better. But with the machine, it was really, really difficult because it was so sensitive to, like, being in stillness or not being in stillness, having your eyes open, not having your eyes open, breathing differently, you know. So I was like, oh, forget it. Just forget the machine. Just, you know, and it was upsetting people. So I just said, nope, we're just not going to use this. I, I know it's a $6,000 machine, not doing anything in my house. Um, so we just use the intuitive testing, and I just find that much, you know, much more helpful. Alisa says, great story, great info. I do similar vaccine thing for my dogs, FYI, and grandkids. Yeah, lucky grandkids. Awesome. Okay. All right. So let me just check uh, if there's any other questions we want to add to the next time we interview Wendy. I'm getting a no. That's okay. So I think we're going to say goodbye for today, but it was great chatting with you all. That was actually kind of fun. And just remember, if you can, uh, come to the Stillness on the Fly tomorrow at 10 a.m. It's going to be recorded, of course. There's a replay, but if you can come live, that'd be super fun and awesome. It's $10 for the class, and that'll help uh, donate some monies towards Learn It Live and myself to be able to offer this free to other people and, um, you know, all the engine that runs in the background uh, to be able to do all that kind of stuff. That'd be awesome. And, um, yeah, and then look forward, if you're on my mailing list, if you got the Sense of Soul Guide, you're on my mailing list, or if you go to KarenCan.com, you can be on my mailing list. Then uh, we will be rolling out in the future free class on kind of like the, the introductory class on muscle testing or using your intuition for de decisions. Uh, I don't have a full name yet. And then uh, from that, there's going to be a three-module program, fairly low-cost program, uh, where we're going to work with people in a group live so we can get your muscle testing on lock. And, what, you know, and the thing is, I, was planning, I plan to do this every year face-to-face -face in my Light Warrior training camp at Omega, and they canceled all of our camps through the rest of the year because of the New York State being so slow and rolling out things. They can't, they can't, you can't market 
you know, when people don't know if they can travel, I get that, right? So I actually donated to Omega because, you know, I mean, they're not for profit, right? And, and it's such a valuable institution. I donated to them to keep them afloat. Um, and they're wonderful. So they had to cancel my class in September, but that's where we actually do training live, uh, both types of two-person muscle testing and self-muscle testing. And people that did not get accurate muscle testing came to that camp, and, you know, by the end of that day, it was on lock for them. They were so happy, so pleased, because we were able to work with them, you know, one-on-one in that fashion. So I know it's not live and in person, but <laughs> for the divine, you know, we're learning the muscle testing. Uh, we'll do the best we can remotely and uh, have people. Karen says, I was hoping to attend Omega with you. Aw, yeah, me too, me too. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, they're probably going to be backed up in their schedule, and my my camp is uh, smaller, you know, than some of the other big names like Carolyn Mace and John Kabat-Zinn, so they may not have room for me in 2021. However, I know that uh, we did really well at Kathy's place. We did a three-day event in 2018 called the Supercharger Healing Powers Online, and now it's online. And uh, we did some of the muscle testing there. I mean, the program is, a little, is uh, different, but but some similar elements. Uh, we learned from that three-day event. So we made this a five-day event to really get your harness, your sensitivity, your superpower. And so it's called the Light Warrior Training Camp. And so we can definitely hold it at Kathy's for sure. She's going to make space for me for sure. So we just don't know when to schedule it uh, until everything, travel, we know what's going on with travel, right? So probably 2021 because there's lots of other events coming up in September and October and November, et cetera. Uh, so if, you know, if they don't have space for me in Omega in 2021, then we're probably going to be back at Kathy's. And it's really really beautiful and fun and it's close to me so <laughs> I don't have to travel as much and that food is awesome and Kathy's awesome and the place is awesome so yeah so just stay on the mailing list and we'll let you know what's up okay guys all right great to chat with you uh, we will have Wendy back we don't know when exactly but we will it's going to be fun and we look forward to it all right lots of love you guys bye for now until next time